Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, our only game, our game of the week, Takers 2, Trabzonspor UK 5. I actually put this down as a 3-1 win for Takers. Uh, they've been better recently in the league and in the Premier Cup as well. Uh, but it's a very good result for Trabzonspor UK. They've been really good in the London Cup, as we all know. But they have been a bit hit and miss in the league. But this is a very good result for them and it really dents Takers' title chances. Into Division 1 now, Kadara Town 4, Northumberland Park Rangers 1. And in the doubleheader, AFC Rose 2, United House 0 in Game 1. And AFC Rose 1, United House 0 in Game 2. Very scrappy game, both games to be honest. Not a great performance from us, but you know we did what we had to do here. Uh, first game, as I said, not much quality in the first half. They had a red card given to them in the second half and we managed to grab the winner late on and then add a second in stoppage time. And the same really goes for game two as well. Quite scrappy, not too much quality, but we eked out a win with a goal in the second half and then saw out the game pretty comfortably. Uh, it's good for us, keeps us safe uh, for this season and hopefully we can use the last six games to kind of build some momentum into next season, look for an upper table finish into Division 2, Grange Park 2, AFC Edmonton nil, in Trent Park 4, Locomotive Thunder nil. into Division 4, NLR 3, Gal Phoenix 1, Arnest Rangers 2, FC Cricklewood 2 and Barnet South 3 into Mill Hill 1. In Division 5, the only game, it was for the title, I didn't mention this last week, but Cock Fosters 1, EC Galaxy 3, uh, we were on the pitch next to this game. It was a very entertaining game. Good quality as well. Cock Fosters took the lead early on with a penalty. And they were pretty much in control of the early portions of the first half as well. Uh, the games uh, really turned on a big couple of moments. Cock Fosters had a really good chance to make it one uh, 2 nil, And their player basically blazed over the bar from about six yards with no one in, in the goal. And uh, EC Galaxy, three, four minutes later, went down the other end, grabbed the equaliser. They took the lead with a corner, headed in, and then a free kick sealed the game and won them the title. So big congratulations to EC Galaxy in their first season, Division 5 champions. Into Division 6, Coney Hatch Athletic 2, Armenian Youth Association 10, and North Atletico 2, AFC Muswell Hill seconds 1. So the league leaders losing there to North Atletico. Into the cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, Gal All-Stars 2, AFC Oakwood 3. In the Intermediate Cup, Peckinsport 2, Gospel Oak 5. In the Junior Cup, Shentry Athletic 0, North London Wanderers 1. And Sopranos 4, Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 6. In the Invitational Cup, double headers here. Atletico Cerezo 1, Westbourne United 3 in Game 1. 
And Westbourne United 7, Atletico Cerezo 0 in Game 2. In a doubleheader between Northwest Galacticos and Heavy Hitters. In Game 1, Northwest Galacticos 5, Heavy Hitters 2. In Game 2, Northwest Galacticos 1, Heavy Hitters 1. Uh, Tauflick 2, Panda 4. In a doubleheader between Roven Reporters and Hornsey and Highgate. Roven Reporters 3, Hornsey and Highgate 1 in Game 1. And then Hornsey and Highgate switching the books up with a 4-0 win in Game 2. And New Copper 4, Memetchik Galata 10. Um, in the FA Sunday Cup, Highgate Albion through to the semi-finals with a very convincing 6-1 win over Club Luzi. So congratulations to Highgate Albion. And also commiserations to Highgate Albion because in the London Junior Cup, Hackney Wednesday 2 Highgate Albion false one. So commiserations to Highgate Albion false who fall in the quarterfinal stage. So moving on to the fixtures in the Premier Division. Atletico Cerezo take on takers. And in our game of the week, this is a massive game for both teams with title aspirations. It's Highgate Albion versus AFC Oakwood. Highgate Albion have been on an immense role lately, mostly in cup competitions. In the FA Sunday Cup, they've been brilliant. They haven't played too much league action, so they've got a bit of catching up to do. And this is an important game for them against AFC Oakwood, who are currently top of the table. But I think Highgate Albion are going to win this. I think they're going to eke out a 3-1 win into Division 1. Massive derby game between Enfield United and AFC Rose. But remember, I do not pick my own teams for game of the week. If I did, that would have been game of the week. But we don't. So, AC Finchley take on Gospel Oak and United House face Highgate Albion Reserves into Division 2. Anatolians take on Trent Park. AFC Oakwood Reserves take on GTFA. And in my game of the week, well, it was meant to be last week. We did put it as game of the week, but it didn't get played. Let's see if they play it this week. Whetstone Wanderers under 23s versus North London Athletic. As we mentioned, they played an entertaining draw out earlier in the season. And I think they're going to play out an entertaining draw again. I'm going to go for two all there. Into Division 3, North London Wanderers take on AFC Muswell Hill. Shentry face Continental. Sopranos take on Underdogs. And in my game of the week, two teams that have been very good recently... It's Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys taking on North London Colts. Two really good teams here. I'm going to go for a tight win for Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. I'm going to go 3-2 to them. Into Division 4, Inter Mill Hill face Highgate Albion thirds. In Division 6, Chef Chow and Berbers take on New Barnet. And Coney Hatch Athletic entertain Enfield Albion. Into the Cup action in the Junior Challenge Cup. Brothered Cozzy face Northwest Galacticos and Highgate Albion full second Kadaris Town. In the Premier Cup, Park Rolls face Zaza. In the Barnet Sunday Football League Shield, Northwest Wolves take on Armenian Youth Association and South Tottenham United face Highgate Albion Fools. In the Invitational Cup, heavy hitters take on South Tottenham United. Uh, one of those games will be called off. It probably will be the Invitational Cup game. New Copper face Westbourne United in a doubleheader. The Bandits take on EC Galaxy. And Hornsey and Highgate face Tauflick. And in the big one, 
London Challenge Cup semi-final between Beatty's squad and Trabzonspor UK. Should be a very entertaining game. I'm sorry, Trabzonspor UK, I've backed you all the way. But it's at Chigwell School. It's not a Wadham Lodge. I'm going to go for a 3-1 Beatty's squad win. But I do wish you all the luck. Join us next week where we'll find out the results from the Barnet League as well as looking forward to the fixtures. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser section of the Selk podcast. Um, as always, going to run through the results of the Sunday just gone and have a look at the fixtures for next week. But before I do so, just wanted to say huge congratulations to Stratford Arms, uh, league leaders in Division 1, who on Sunday uh, won 10-9 on penalties after drawing 1-1 with Watford Sunday league side Catterbury Rangers to book their place in the Hart Senior County Cup final. Uh, the first time they've ever been in the Hart Senior County Cup, from my understanding, and they've got through to the final. Their first year back in the Hearts Ad League after a couple of years out of the Barnet League and only their fourth year as a club so congratulations to Alex Joe and the lads uh, at Stratford Arms fantastic achievement very tough game they've got in the final coming up against St Joe's from Watford uh, last 16 of the National Cup St Joe's got to a very very good side top of the Watford Prem that'll be a fantastic game um, I believe it's on the 8th of May probably in the afternoon at Letchworth uh, football uh, ground in Hertfordshire so yeah well done to, to Stratford Arms that's an absolutely fantastic achievement um, moving on to the uh, results. So in the Premier Division, it's AFC London Road 3, Brookmans Park 4. In Division 1, Pinewood 3, Hilltop 1. In Division 2, BWSC 1, Welling Warriors 4. In Division 3, Auburn Dynamo 0, Wheat Hampstead Wanderers 7. In Division 4, Phoenix Reserves 1, Royston Rangers 0. Hatfield Comets 1, London Coney United 1. And also in Division 5, Radlett Town 1, Marshallswick 9, Royston Rangers Reserves 1, Phoenix A1, St Albans Warriors 3, St Albans Lions 1, and obviously, as I mentioned earlier, in the County Cup, Stratford Arms 1, Casterbury Rangers 1, 10-9 to Stratford Arms on penalties. Um, the weather obviously having a big effect on our fixtures this week with O'Connor's pitches getting called off again, uh, wiping out the majority of games, but good to see we've still got some games going there. Moving on to the fixtures for this coming Sunday, the 13th of March. Um, starting off uh, in the Prem, we have a double header at Verulanian Park between Six Bells and AFC London Road. Then it's Phoenix against Brookmans Park. In Division 1, Blackbury Jacks against AFC London Road Reserves. Harpen and Cole Old Boys against Hilltop. In Division 2, BWSC against Harpen and Cole Old Boy Reserves. In Division 3, Beehive against Wheatampsey Wanderers. In Division 4, Hansbury's against Stratford Arm Reserves and Mermaid Reserves against Royston Rangers. In Division 5, London Coney United against Radlett Town. Rosen Crown Mosquitoes against Hatfield Comets. Royston Rangers Reserves against Welling Warriors Reserves. St Albans Lions against Marshallswick Rovers. And St Albans Warriors against Phoenix A. In the Challenge Cup, it's Plough and Harrow against Stratford Arms. In the Charity Cup last 16, it's Ocean's Eleven against Forever Young People and St George's against TNF. In the Intermediate Cup, Little Heath take on Mermaid. Moortown face Six Bells Reserves and St Albans Athletic take on Wheathampstead 89. In the Junior Cup, Brookmans Park Reserves against Hatfield Seniors. 
Oaks against Two Willows. And in the KO Cup, it's the top two in the Prem, Skewbridge against Queenshead. So on to this week's Super 6 then. Last week, obviously, I was unfortunately not very well, so I wasn't able to do this. Um, <clears throat> so let's get cracking. Uh, starting with my first game, I've gone with Prem game between Phoenix and Brookman's Park. Brookman's Park, fresh off the back of their first win of the season against uh, at my lot, AFC London Road at the weekend. Phoenix been going really well. Uh, a lot of games played for them in the league, only a couple left. Um, Brookman's Park, I know they've been struggling uh, throughout the season. Injuries and players absentees and stuff. Um, they're getting them back now. Uh, they played well at the weekend, and I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw. In Division 1, Harpen and Cole Old Boys against Hilltop. Two good sides. Um, either can beat either on their day. Um, but just going on the form at the moment, Harpen and Colts' um, most recent win, I think they beat Player Packs, which is obviously a really good win. And Hilltop uh, got beat by Pinewood last weekend. Look, I've gone for 2-1 for Harpen and Cole Old Boys, but this one could go either way. Uh, Division 3, Beehive against Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. Um, now, this would have been my game of the week, 100%, but my last game of the week involved the Beehive, so I can't really do it again. <laughs> but look, Division 3, this game will have a big, big say in the league title race. Hatfield Seniors will be looking at this one as well. Uh, I think it'll be on as even. I'm going to go for 1-1. Uh, next up, we've got some cup games. Challenge Cup tie between Plough and Harrow and Stratford Arms. Um, again, this could go either way. Two very evenly matched sides. Um, Stratford, obviously, fantastic achievement getting to the County Cup final week just gone. Plough and Harrow have got some really good results this, this year, um, since the turn of the year, even drawing with Skew. They thumped us a lot 6 2 as well. But then on the flip side, they also got beat by Phoenix 4 0, which I know they'd be disappointed with. Um, however, I think Stratford will uh, run this one close, but I'm going to go for Plough. I'm going to go for a 3 2 win for Plough, but don't be surprised again if that's the other way around. There's some really, really close games this week. Next up is the Intermediate Cup Little Heath against Mermaid. Um, these two are very, very hard to split. Both level games, level points in my understanding from the league. Both in their own hands can win the league in Division 2. Um, I'm going to go for a Little Heath win here. I'm going to go for 3-2 to Little Heath. But again, very, very close. Don't be surprised if it's the other way around. And next up, finally, uh, the Charity Cup, uh, which obviously I hold very closely to myself, helping set this up to raise some funds for uh, Calm, um, which is a men's mental health charity. So please uh, have a look. I'll, I'll ping the link out again this week. We've, we've raised over half of what we wanted to achieve and uh, we're not even at the quarterfinal stage yet of the competition. So really buzzing with that. St. George against TNF. I'm going to make this one my game of the week. Um, and I think there might be a little cup upset. I'm going to go for a 4-3 win for St. George Division 4 side to beat the Division 3 side. That's it from this week. That's my Super 6. Um, thank you very much. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs> Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to this week's Maystone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. 13 matches to catch up on this weekend across League and Cup with the semi-final stage of our Challenge Cup and it's there we start with our roundup. Aylesford had home advantage and league advantage versus their Division 1 opponents, East Morning Reserves. And a close match went the way of the Premier Division side, courtesy of Tommy Whitnell, with goals in the 24th and 17th minutes of the game. Franco Minieri got one back for East Morning, 
but progressing to the final courtesy of that 2-1 victory is Aylesford. They would be facing the winner of the Leybourne Angels versus Marden Miners tie and another game seeing Division 1 taking on the Premier Division. Again this one went the way of the league standings as Marden progressed with a 4-0 victory. An own goal and goals from Johan Caney Bryan, Kane Butler and Daniel Baxter sees them meet Aylesford at the Gallagher for the final. More cup action to catch up on shortly from the Invitational Cup, but first the results from the league action, starting with the Premier Division, where we had two matches concerning opposite ends of the table. At the bottom end of the table, Rubicon were at home to Whitehorse, and a win for Rubicon would have moved them nine clear of their opponents. But despite their recent form, it wasn't to be, and Whitehorse, with an emphatic 5-1 victory, closed the gap to three points. Goals for the Breadmen coming from Jacob and Zach Walter, Nathan Irvin, Shane Lawrence and Bryn Passy. Harry Paternoster got himself on the score sheet for Rubicon, but they'll be looking over their shoulder for the final few games. At the top of the table, East Morling ended Park Royal's hopes of finishing top by beating their opponents 5-0 away from home. The game saw Thomas Carr get his first goal, along with a goal for Jack Hislop and Zide Garley, and Mackenzie Gardner with more for his tally with a brace. That leaves the title run-in down to East Morling, Marden and Aylesford, but Morning need to win their last two games and hope that Marden lose at least one and draw two out of their final six for the title to go their way. Aylesford have the toughest task left, they need to win every game and then hope Morning lose one and Marden lose two for them to be champions. In Division 1, both Farming Blues and Aylesford Reserves took advantage of Leybourne Angels being in cup action and made it count. Farming Blues went second with a 1-0 victory over Yielding and Laddingford courtesy of a goal from Kane Bands. Aylesford Reserves went top thanks to a 5-1 away victory at IGS with a brace each for Ashley Russell and Christian Zbinski and a goal from Andrew Parker. Alex March got the IGS goal. Aylesford Reserves are now a point clear of Barming in second and Leybourne Angels, level on points with Barming, dropped to third on goal difference. Still looking like at least a four-horse race in Division 1. In Division 2, Minter really have hit a purple patch, which doesn't show signs of stopping and has now seen them rise up to sixth in the table courtesy of a 5-2 away victory at Invicta Sunday. A brace for Jake Fitzpatrick and Peter Reapmer with a hat-trick did the damage. Rowan Ferguson and Ricky Dighton getting the goals for Invicta. Coxheath are quietly going about their business and now in third place in the league thanks to a 2-0 home win against Vinters, with Vinters hitting a bit of a black patch right now. Daniel Skinner and Claudio Troker getting the goals for the Heath. Farming Youth keep the pressure on Snodland at the top of the table with their 5-3 away win against Invicta Rangers. A Lewis Harp hat-trick and goals from Jordan Butt and Thomas Rudd helping him to victory despite goals from Lewis Young and an own goal from Invicta Rangers. That result leaves Barming just two points behind leader Snodland now with a game in hand. Unfortunately for Rangers they stay bottom but only a point off Invicta Sunday with a game in hand and anyone up to Park Royal Reserves could in theory still get dragged into a dogfight at the bottom. 
Just the one Division 3 fixture, and that saw Len Valley at home to Maidstone Kestrels. Valley ran out 3-1 winners with goals from Brandon Holdsworth, Jason Parsons and Thomas Wallace. Jamie Butler got the reply for Kestrels, and that result sees Valley up to 4th and still mathematically involved in the title race. Three ties in the next round of the Invitational Cup, and Parkwood Jupiter's bow out after losing 6-2 at home to Kingshill Colts. Tyler Rose and Glenn Reid with the Parkwood goals. Walnut Wanderers also go out to younger opposition, losing 1-0 at home to Ditton Miners. Nicholas Silverland Bishop doing the damage for Ditton. As yielding and load of reserves against Maintenstone Tempest was guaranteeing us a team from Division 3 through, it was Tempest that progressed with a 3-2 away victory. Luke Gilberton and Hussein Altahir scoring, along with an own goal. Yielding scorers not known. So we've got another 13 games scheduled for the 13th of March and in the Premier Division, East Morning could effectively reduce it to a two-horse title race if they defeat Aylesford, although Marden will be hoping that they defeat Rubicon Limerick and that Aylesford win. Park Royal face White Horse in the other game in the division. In Division 1, Aylesford Reserves get the chance to put some points between them and Laybourne Angels as they face each other, whilst Balming Blues will want to stay in the hunt as they travel to IGS. Sutton Valence will be looking for their first points of the season, but they have the tough task of taking on Langley's side still looking to be involved in the title race. Yielding and Laddingford faced East Morning Reserves and could leapfrog their visitors with victory. Snodland are back in Division 2 action against Venters. The away side will be wanting to bounce back with a win after two back-to-back defeats, whilst the home side will be looking to give themselves breathing space from Barming Youth, who are hot on their heels. They are at home to Park Royal Reserves and will want to keep the pressure on. In Division 3, Parkwood Jupiters face Kent Sands United, and with victory, Sands could be within three points of the league leaders, Whitehorse Jaguars as they face Laybourne City in the Invitational Cup this week. Elsewhere in the division, Maidstone Tempest take on Walnut Wanderers and Maidstone Kestrels at home to Yielding and Lanford Reserves. That's it and another packed programme ahead this week and that's us all up to date for now. Enjoy the games and stay safe until next week. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast, the game played on Sunday the 6th of March. First of all, in the Hertfordshire FA Senior Cup semi-finals, St Joseph's cruised to what will be their 8th Hearts FA Senior Cup appearance in May, with a 5-0 home victory over Berkhamsted Sunday League side AD Tudors. It was almost an all-Watford Sunday League final as Casby Rangers just went out following a penalty shootout after a 1-1 draw with Stafford Arms, who now stand in the way of preventing St Joseph's claiming a sixth win in the competition. St Joseph's set the tone for the game by immediately pressing straight from the kick-off 
which resulted in Ronnie Blagden finding space and firing a shot into the top corner after just three minutes. And from that moment, they never looked back. The league was soon, sorry, the lead was soon doubled when Jake Tabor was put through and netted with a quality finish. Midway through the first half, the game was effectively over as a contest after a defensive mix-up let Jake Tabor in for his second and Joe's third. The second half started scrappy, with Aidy trying hard to get back a route into the game. But Jake Tabor completed his hat-trick once after being put through after an impressive midfield passing move and scoring first time past the helpless keeper. Late on, Lee Benning won a tackle in the middle of the pitch and played the ball to Alex Ward, whose shot was only parried into the path of Tabor to score his fourth and complete the route and seal victory for St Joseph. Cassabry's remarkable run was ended in the cruelest way, with them losing 8-7 on penalties after a 1-1 draw. The heavy pitch conditions very much levelled out the two teams, although Cassidy did have the better of the opening exchanges though, with Aidan Leslie hitting a crossbar from long range and Joe Mortimer going close on two occasions. However, it was Strafford Arms who took the lead, when Rangers keeper Zach Green was second to the ball in a race between him and the arm striker, taking him out and then conceding the penalty. That was dispatched into the left corner. However, Rangers reacted well and got a deserved equaliser when Nathan Page's in-swinging free kick was not claimed cleanly by the Stratford keeper and James Cragg was sharpest to react, chasing in the shot on hand to tap home from two yards out. The second half was low on chances, with both keepers being mainly tested airily from set pieces, but both dealing well. With the tie level at full time, it went straight to penalties. Two of the first ten penalties were saved by each of the respective keepers, meaning the game was in sudden death at 3-3. The high quality of penalties meant that the shootout went to the tenth penalty each, with Cassabry unfortunately missing first with a tame effort, meaning Strafford had the chance to win it, and they did so with a penalty into the bottom left to win the shootout 8-7. In the Hertfordshire FA Junior Cup semi-finals, Woodside made it a double celebration for the league as they reached the final of the Junior Cup after a dramatic 14-13 win on penalties after a 1-1 draw with CF Flaming Goals. Flaming Goals went ahead in the first half with a fine solo effort. It was a league they held on to until early in the second half when, following a long ball into the box, Joe Fox got on the end of it to flick on and steer the ball home. Both sides then missed a chance each to win the tie in the closing minutes. First for Woodside, Charlie Fisher could have won it with a header, and then 
Flaming goals had a one-to-one chance foiled by Woodside keeper Simon Ross in the virtual dying seconds of the game. It was a dramatic shootout with Flaming goals having a chance to win the tie in sudden death. But Simon Ross saved the kick, giving himself the chance to win the tie, but he saw his own kick saved by his opposite number. Then, after Ross saved another kick, it was left to Charlie Fisher to slot home the winning kick and win the shootout 14-13. They will now face Royston United in the final on April the 24th. In our own Eric Hand Challenge Cup quarter-final, Premier Division leaders North Watford East past second division title chasers Hertfordshire Eagles 7-0 to set up a semi-final against the winners of the tie between Bushy Eagles and St Mary's Harefield. Marcus Wiley opened the scoring before Connor Flanagan doubled the score with a back post finish. Ashley Lewis then made it three after good play by Marcus Wiley released Ashley to slot past the keeper. Connor Flanagan made it 4-0 before a neat interchange between Omar Vassell and Marcus Wiley led to Vassell slotting in from the edge of the box to make it five. Coram Chase was this time the beneficiary of more good play by Marcus Wiley who cut, back, cut it back to Chase, who finished into the bottom corner. Daryl Brown rounded off the scoring with a goal late on. In Division 1, Bushy Rangers have opened up a four-point lead at the top of the division as they came through a nine-goal thriller against Langleybury Cricket Club, as they managed to blow a four-goal lead before conceding sorry, before scoring a dramatic winner. Rangers started quickly as Mark O'Connor capitalised on a scramble in the box to convert from six yards out, take the lead after just three minutes. And they then doubled their lead as Connor Carney got on the end of a Callum McCarroll cross. A third soon followed after Carney scored his second goal of the game and a bushy got a fourth goal following a Mark Hansard through ball which split the defence and allowed Mark O'Connor to score. Langleyberry got a goal back just before half-time following a poor pass from Joe Gallagher which allowed Greg Cook to pull that goal back. The second half saw a remarkable comeback as Langleyberry pulled themselves level thanks to a brace from Oliver Eilock and Dan Byron. And the Bushy had keeper Michael McManaman to thank as he pulled off several great saves. And then, with just four minutes left of the game, there was a final twist, as Bushy claimed all three points where Mark Hansard scored with a contender for goal of the season with an overhead kick from a Caram. Callum McCarroll Cross. In Division 2, Watford Town beat fellow promotion hopefuls, Forza Watford 4-3, and cut Woodside's lead at the top to just three points, 
although they have played three games more. Chris Blunden scored a brace supported by a goal each from Gary Yerby and Michael East. Giuseppe Delgado netted his double for Forza with Peter Rock also on target. Walford Youth Sports beats Dunningsbar 5-1. Jack James scoring twice with Taylor Kemp, Luke Carey and Alex Boyd also scoring and James Fitzgerald replied for Dunnings. Dunbar beat bottom club Abbott's Wanderers 7-2. Adam Finn and Sean McDonough both scoring twice, backed up by goals from Chris Dunn, Ben Kelly and Steve Noonan. Sam Merritt netted both of the Wanderers' replies. Chelfont Saints and Sparta Phoenix shared the points in a 1-1 draw. Will Jones netting for the home side and Max Jimison for Phoenix. Finally, in Division 3, Francis George warmed up for their Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup semi-final against Southern Cross this coming week with a 2-1 victory over them in the league. Elliot, Kay Jessup and Gary Hen- Hennick with the goals for Francis George and Matthew McManus replying for Southern Cross. That's it for this week's podcast. We'll be back with you again next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.